Hey, I'm Tyler. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia. The only podcast that comes in scratch and sniff. I wish. I wish so much. I would I love know. to send scratch and sniff stickers. Here's a weird scratch and sniff memory. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a scratch and sniff sticker in kindergarten. Um, and it was like maybe halfway through kindergarten. And I like treasured this thing. I like hoarded it, kept it like on my favorite folder. Uh-huh. And I, I like once a week I would scratch and sniff it so that I wouldn't lose the, the scent. I can't believe you've been like this your whole life. Yep. Yeah. It's what, literally since the womb. Was it grape? Uh, no, I think it? it was like, it was like some kind of red scent. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it smells like red. Kate, have you ever seen the made-for-TV movie? President's daughter. No. Well, guess what it's about? I'm hoping it's about someone's date with the president's daughter and mm. a series of hijinks. Ding, 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 ding. Kate, this movie aired on ABC on April 19th, 1998, uh-huh. as part of The Wonderful World of Disney. Delight. We've already dabbled in season 42 of The Wonderful World of Disney before when we watched Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella, the amazing, uh, you know, Whitney Houston, uh, you know, an absolute brandy, uh, you know, masterpiece. So this show, right, goes back years and years and years. We talked about the whole history of it on that episode, but, you know, it was sure like did. Walt Disney's showcase show. Really, he invented it to advertise Disneyland and Disney World. And in 1997, they are doing a version of this show now. It's on Sunday nights on ABC, and, like, sometimes they'd show a a movie movie so like the first episode of this season was Toy Story they showed that in September 1997 and then they'd show like Honey We Shrunk the Kids or like a movie that was made just for this like Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella and in this case later in that season in April 1998 they aired this movie which was made specifically to be an episode of The Wonderful World of Disney here's the cast okay Hook me up. Dabney Coleman as the president. Dabney Coleman, um, we've seen, we see him a lot and we're always like, who is that? He's the boss in 9 to 5. Oh, that man. He's the Commodore later in Boardwalk Empire. Yep, um, I got him. Then you got Will, and I always say this wrong, I think it's Friedel, Friedel, Will Friedel as the boy who's going on a date with the president's daughter. He's the older brother with the hair from Boy Meets mm. World. Boy Meets World is airing at this time. It's in the midst of it. It's near the later seasons. And then the, um, what do they call it? The first daughter? The president's daughter uh, is played by Elizabeth Harnoy, uh, who I don't know her at all, but prior to this, she had been Alice in a Disney Channel show called Adventures in Wonderland, which aired from 1992 to 1995. It had like puppets and people and it's a whole thing, but I never saw it. So that's the main cast. Uh, It was written by William Robertson and Alex Zam. It was directed by Alex Zam. Alex Zam's, I was about to say no shade to him, but this is a lot of shade to him. His credits as a director all sound pretty bad. Chairman of the Board was his first movie, which is Carrot Top's movie that came out uh, this same year, actually, 1998. That's a theatrical movie. Did not do well. He did this, My Date with the President's Daughter. He did Inspector Gadget 2 in 2003, the direct to, you know. They made a second Inspector Gadget. Yeah, the first one was Matthew Broderick. The Uh second one is French Stewart, I think. They couldn't get Matthew Broderick to return for the uh, direct-to-DVD sequel. He's done, like, Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2, Tooth Fairy 2, Jingle All the Way 2. You know, man's gotta eat. No, I know. He made the Woody Woodpecker live-action movie that came out in 2017. Anyway. What? Yeah. Is there a real woodpecker? 
No, it's like it's like they, they were on a roll that that era of doing like Yogi Bear and Yogi Bear and Boo Boo are CGI, but the people are real. They did a Woody Woodpecker like that. Anyway, that would be ter- imagine like a five foot tall woodpecker just <laughs> chasing you around. I don't know if he's huge in it or not. He might be small. I haven't seen it. That's that like a be, nightmare a that I've had. Like yeah, that Winnie the Pooh horror movie. Okay, yeah. uh, I don't think we need any more. My memories of this are just like it would air on the Disney Channel over and over again. So mm-hmm. this is part of a series of movies like Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella that me as a kid, and I have to assume uh, that I'm not alone in this, and listeners write in and confirm or deny this, uh, or prove it wrong, these would air on Disney Channel incessantly throughout the early 2000s. So, like, I just kind of assumed it was a Disney Channel original movie, but really, and there's not much of a difference, but really it was this ABC Wonderful World of Disney premiere that then has a second life just airing nonstop on Disney Channel. I liked this movie because I really liked the actor, Will Ferdell, because he was the funniest guy on Boy Meets World, and he, Mm. he was in a couple of these type of movies. Where is he on his journey from heartthrob to wackadoo? He's pretty wacky. He's screaming Feeny by now. Okay. It's okay. 1998, so Boy Meets World was in its final two or three seasons, but he has long hair. When we watched Boy Meets World, he went from short hair heartthrob to long hair heartthrob to long hair wacky to short hair wacky. Okay. And he, I think he's long hair wacky here. Great. But he's the star. And I think there's a rock song. There's got to be. This, this memory must be true. There's like a song with the lyrics, My Date with the President's Daughter, that's going to be stuck in our heads. I'm pretty sure. Great. I'll have played it by this can't point wait. already in the I episode. I can't wait for us to be like doing laundry or something and be like, my date with the president's daughter. I think it's like that. Let's see how accurate that was. <laughs> Do you like that? That's dumb as hell. Daddy, this is Duncan Fletcher. He doesn't look like a terrorist kidnapper to me. Well, you never know about those terrorists, though, do you, gentlemen? <laughs> Duncan, how are you? Oh, I'm fine, sir. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Come on, sit down. Get you something to drink? Oh, no, no, sir, I'm fine. You sure? Thank you. Yes, sir. Yeah? Thank you. So, uh, tell me about yourself. Well, um, <clears throat> I'm 17 years old. I live in Arlington. Um, mm-hmm. I attend uh, Franklin High School. And um, I would have voted for you, but uh, I'm too young. That's good enough for me. Okay. <laughs> you also uh, you had your appendix out last year, and uh, after you got your driver's license, you uh, you got one parking ticket and no moving violations, right? Yes, that, that's right. <laughs> How did you know that? Well, sometimes being president has its uh, its advantages. <laughs> but that's I don't want to talk to you as a president. I want to talk to you as a a dad, Duncan. Yeah. A dad with his own armed secret service. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Kate, a little bonus nostalgia for you. The only way I was able to locate this movie, usually I have better luck than this, is on YouTube by somebody who is not the owner of this movie and this intellectual property in three parts. So this is a real memory of early YouTube. This is part one of three. Huh. They don't have it anywhere. It's not on Disney+. Plus. Sunday night, 1998. Kickback. This young woman, she's waking up. It's clear from the moment that we awaken that she is no ordinary child where she has a servant. (laughs) She did just complain that her clothes aren't hot enough. It's a little weird. Yeah, it's because they have to appeal to a broad range of Americans. (laughs) A broad coalition of voters. Yeah, that dress got to be the big tent. Oh my God, did you just see that zoom? Yeah, really zoomed out a lot. Hang on, here's the song. It's just them saying my date with the president's daughter Did- over and over again. Okay, can you rate how close was that to the melody? It was pretty close. <laughs> it was a little bit tone deaf, but I was here for it. I don't claim. Not a great singer, but you're a good rememberer. She's feeling a little bit constrained by her privilege. It's as 1998. The child of the most powerful man on earth. You know who's singing this song? Who? The presidents of the United States of America. Nice. 
I feel like in this movie, the presidency moves a lot slower than other depictions of the presidency that I've seen. Yeah, this isn't the West Wing. We're not doing like a, a long camera shot walk and talk. <laughs> Where he's asked this solve five crises. They're just having breakfast. Calmly. There's classical music playing. A totally regular American family. The teen daughter is like rolling her eyes because they're not passing the jam quick enough. This girl's pretty sassy, and I think these secret agents are trained to kill. So <laughs> I wouldn't be so sassy if I were you, Belinda. What's her name? Holly? Holly, yeah. This president's kind of sassy and I like it. Where do you think the daughter gets it from? Hallie? Hallie. All right, so Hallie wants to go to <laughs> the school dance, but the president's like, dear, it's an election year. We have to be in Houston. We have to be sweet talking all of the fat cats down there. Big oil. And she's like, I hate big oil. Who is Reed and how old is he? He's always trying to make a move on her. We haven't seen him yet. All right. Oh God, it's Newt Gingrich. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Oh, he looks pretty old. Does Reed, Reed work for the is other Reed, candidate? Is Reed like a like an intern? So she's in high school. She's in high school, and Reed clearly is at least halfway through college, yeah. which is probably not appropriate. It's not an appropriate age gap. Probably. And he's like, hey, you want to go to the club? And she's like, please go away. She stepped on his foot. It's good. Ah, uh, the old Woodbine Mall. She found a shopping plaza. All right, so the president's daughter is at this ribbon cutting for a daycare, the old family values daycare. And then she saw Maul, though, so she is AWOL. She has left. Risking her life. Risking her life and the life of every Secret Service member sworn to protect her family to go to the FYE. So now we've been introduced to this long-haired punk. What's his name? Will Friedel. Will Friedel, who is at the FYE, <laughs> hanging out with his buddies. One of them has a backwards Kangle hat on, which is amazing. Will Friedel is wearing something that I think you might have been wearing around this same time. Um, an open An open collared, collared button-down. And then like six shirts underneath. But he's just casually doing magic tricks. Okay, so Will Friedel also has a dance coming up. I wonder if it may be the same one. And uh, he's like, I'm not going to a dance. Dances are for morons. And then a man in a leather, a boy, a large boy. I don't know. And being of indeterminate age in a leather jacket knocked him over because he was so cool. All right, so Will Friedel, whose name is Duncan, which I believe is the most 90s name ever, doesn't want to go to the dance, but the friends are like, oh, it's because you can't get a date. And he's like, I'll get a date. I'll do it. So now they have dared him to get a date to this dance. It's a monetary bet. So now he's out prowling the mall, (laughs) trying trying to score a date. Could it be the same mall that the president's daughter is going buck wild in? Oh no, what a femme fatale. She's trying on a hat. Spotted her trying on a hat in a store. Also, she looks like she's a, like in a Victorian morning <laughs> costume. She's got a long black dress on with doily-esque cuffs and uh, like neck ruff. She's like, sorry, I don't associate with peasants. So our two main characters have met. What if he's a member of the Taliban? Yeah. He could kidnap her. He could kidnap her in one second. Duncan, don't you dare change. So Duncan is really into close-up magic, which is kind of a uh, red flag for me, but for some people might be cool. And he was like, no, I just bought this at the magic uh, sporting goods store. I do sports now. No, do not change for anyone, Duncan. And also the classic rom-com trope. He's just going to start this relationship off by lying boldly to her. All right, so Duncan has successfully scored a date for the big dance tonight. Oh my God. My least favorite 90s trope has appeared of a kid saying like, I didn't ask you to become the president, dad. I did not ask for this. 
Like, no, bullshit, you didn't ask for it, you were nine. Let adults be adults. <laughs> oh, the taxpayers of America will pay to keep her safe. Oh my gosh, where does this kid live? Where does Duncan live? He lives in like uh, Arlington. He's rich as hell. I love how into magic he is. I forgot about this. He's got like a Houdini poster. That's His a, room is full that's of- a, That's a rich kid hobby. Yeah. This movie is not relatable in any way. <laughs> it is to rich kids. Duncan's like, all right, dad, could I take the car tonight? And the, the dad's like, sure, take the station wagon. Go ahead, son. What a benevolent daddy. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, but dad, the station wagon's so uncool. And he's like, the BMW's the company car. You know, you're not even insured to drive it. And then he just, he just gave his son the platinum, like, Visa card that he has. And it's like, only use it in an emergency. Wow. He took the BMW anyway. Yep. This whole movie's just about kids who won't listen to their rich parents. Rich kids, listen to your rich parents. The BMW has a bumper sticker for the opposing candidate because it is an election year. All right, things it's are getting gonna interesting. going to have a message about reaching across the aisle. <laughs> I hate this. I mean, it's like Romeo and Juliet a little bit. All right, so Duncan thinks he's been duped. Yeah, he sees the White House. The big joke. She's like, it's 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. It's a big White House. You can't miss it. Duncan's suit is enormous. <laughs> the clothes that these two kids are wearing are insane. He's got a uh, pretty modern suit for the time. But no. what is she wearing? No? She's got on like kind of like a knitwear set. You know, I wonder if pre-9-11 it would have been easier to get into the White House. Like oh, this. I think so. You know, he didn't yeah. do anything wrong. He was waved in. He was, yeah. got through security. It's just not that difficult to get Andrew in. Jackson would just let people in and like he would make them eat like big stinky wheels of cheese. So. Well, that, to be fair, that was very pre-9-11. <laughs> this is a little, little more recent. He literally would be like, all right, come in and eat my cheese. The Trail of Tears is a great idea. See ya. Huh. Because I feel like nowadays they would have background checked him and found out that his dad's a donor to yeah, the Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, and they would candidate. have incinerated him on the spot. Oh, no, look. I take it back. They did background check him. Look, they know that he got his appendix out. What kind of material is his suit made out of, Will Fidel? Brillo pads. Is it corduroy? He's got little lines, little horizontal lines all over it. Hallie is dressed like a little grandmother. Yeah, her <laughs> Look at her. She has like a powder blue knitwear midi dress on and a matching cardigan. I'm not going to lie. Will Friedel is pretty funny in this. His whole energy has always yeah. been, he's great in this. He's just very funny. When he goes to like salute the president. <laughs> just nervously. He's got really good like nervous, funny guy yeah. energy. That hair is wild. Is that what you thought your hair looked like when you had your hair long? Uh, yeah, but I didn't part it in the middle. I don't think you really had a part. No. It was more a suggestion of a part, a sousa of part. That is what I wished it looked like, certainly. It's really quite shiny. Like, obviously has been dried in style, Oh, oh yeah, Tyler. he's got a, uh, with that horse shampoo. <laughs> Made in tail. Tyler, so they're on this date, and there's two Secret <laughs> Service agents just riding in the back. Why would they not be driving the car? Why are they letting this 16-year-old drive around? <laughs> just got his license. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They are giving the Secret Service the slip at the movie theater, and... Duncan is all of us because they're crawling on this movie theater floor <laughs> trying to get out. And he's like, uh, someone give me a wet nap. They're going to firing squad Duncan. I hope that, I don't think this is it, but I hope they do get kidnapped by terrorists after shaking the Secret Service. Yeah. That'd be a great twist. That is hubris. They're going to stop at the mall so she can change into something a little hotter. Her words. Because she's looking a little bit like Lady Bird Johnson yeah, here. she knows that she's dressed <laughs> Dumb. Who is the head of Secret Service? Like, they wanted Dennis Hopper, but oh, found yeah. like... It's like half Dennis Hopper, a quarter Christopher Walken, yes. and then a lot of candle wax. <laughs> <laughs> the made-for-TV version of those actors, yeah. The Secret Service now knows that they've been uh, tricked. So now the real hijinks begin. This guy's looking like Dr. Phil a little bit. Dabney Coleman. <laughs> yeah, why didn't they have every exit protected? Unclear. 
I feel like uh, Duncan is finally realizing what he's done. So Lady Bird Johnson's going out now. <laughs> what is this made of? What it's material a, Oh, it's velour. That? Oh. Are you not familiar with velour? Not as a dress. I do know about your velour uh, jacket you wore to be Austin Powers for Halloween one year. So Haley has forced Duncan to purchase like a $730 outfit. This is a terrible date. Yeah. This is the worst date of all. Yeah. This bitch. Whoa. She literally is like, all right, go spend $730. Now I'm going to drive this car that you're not even insured to drive. Look at this little child butlering hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> She's in her bathroom. Oh, that's uh, Will Friedle's little sister in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. She's walking around with the train. Will Friedle's parents are having a fundraiser for the opposing candidate at their house while the president's going to his own fundraiser. Yes. Okay. Hallie is driving for the first time and has now been sexually harassed by three men in a truck. All right, so Hallie's like, ooh, we should go to this club, Club Alien, which looks terrifying. Couldn't that have been a phone call? This dad is flexing. This 90s club is terrifying. Don't you want to go? Don't you want to go back? Full of fog machines. Everyone's dancing with glow sticks. Makes me want to rest. Makes me want to go home. What's his name? Duncan left to go get them like a drink or something. And uh, Hallie was immediately picked up by bad boy in a leather jacket. God, that hair. His hair is like prime awkward grow out phase when you're trying to grow your hair out for being short to being long. I really feel like Duncan is not having a great night. You know, (laughs) he had to spend $730 on a new outfit. He's being tailed by rednecks who are threatening his life. He's crawling around on the club floor looking for his keys. She's made him crawl around on the, um, (laughs) the the movie theater floor. His date is now dancing with some other guy. Oh, there you go. Oh, he's the vice president's kid. Got it. Reed. The president's daughter here's a real punk, a child of privilege, who refuses to do anything other than what she wants. These two do not sound like they're having any fun on this. <laughs> they're day. not. He doesn't want to do what she wants to do, vice versa. They've just popped a tire. Just daddies being daddies. All right, these two daddies are going out on the road. They're going road. Duncan's dad and Hallie's dad, the president and uh, the VP of Monsanto or whatever he's doing. He's actually part of the Sackler family, I think. He's like, yeah, have you heard about individualize the dose? Hey, you want some Oxycontin? Okay, so now the president has to ditch his Secret Service detail. Oh, God. He's disguised himself as a caterer. Are these daddies going to learn how to love on their trip? Oh no, she went into a biker bar while he was fixing the tire. What? Is he going to save his life with close-up magic? Yeah, he's doing a magic trick to uh, diffuse the the anger in this biker bar. And it's definitely going to work. Everybody loves magic. I hate magic. He shouldn't have hid this from her. Look how excited she is by the magic. She's like, wow. Why did he have handcuffs? It's part of a magic trick. Now Duncan is doing um, some more close-up magic, but he's like, all right, lock me up with these handcuffs from my jacket pocket. Why does he have handcuffs? (laughs) So Hallie is advocating like, all right, Duncan, your car's been stolen. Let's just enjoy our last few hours of freedom before your dad literally kills you and I am locked away in a tower. Tracy's the sleeper hit. So the younger sister, this is the sleeper hit of this movie. Yeah, they give her... For all the promise that this movie had, it's pretty boring. Yeah... I don't really like it that much. Yeah, right now I'm just not that great. Is it because I'm not like 12 and uh, Duncan's not like a teen heartthrob for me? Yeah, maybe. He's just like a a sad child. It was unbelievable that they'd lock up a president for uh, speeding. We've seen presidents commit crimes on television and not face any consequences. I long for a simpler time. Wow, two dads having a heart-to-heart from opposite jail cells. These daddies bonding and showing emotional intimacy. They found some common ground golfing. This girl is chaotic. She's absolutely a menace. A f***ing menace. 
Now she's embedded them into the protest outside the fundraiser. Tracy's just wandering around this fundraiser in a nightgown. I'm on team Tracy. I don't care about anyone else in this movie. Eating leftovers off people's plates. She was butlering hors d'oeuvres earlier at her own parents' party. She's probably She probably makes a mean martini. You know, I'm here for Tracy. I like Tracy. So now the president's daughter is debating with uh, this member of presumably, like, the Black Panthers, whatever that is in this universe, of, like... He's using the Secret Service to spy on our organization. He's using tax dollars to, like, do kind of crazy espionage against his own people. And Hallie's like, he's a really good guy. He's a good and my guy. dad. All right, so now the Secret Service is on foot, 10 feet behind them, chasing them. How on earth could they get out of this? And she's got heels on. God, she is the worst. Duncan should have just had a nice night by himself. They really gave some of the best throwaway lines to Tracy. Tracy just is going to go pick up the president and Duncan's dad at the jail. And she goes, cool, daddy's in jail. Who's that man? Politely listening to the buskers. So close, though. Basically inside this man's base. I love that he wants that $100 more than like... Listen... Good for him. He's a man of principle. Girls come and go. The respect of your your guys, your boys, your booze, it's forever. Oh, no. She's getting on the motorcycle. Also, I'm glad he gave her a helmet, but if they fall off, she doesn't have much else going. No. That velour does not protect you the way his leather jacket protects him. Duncan just ruthlessly uh, stole that pizza delivery boy's uh, moped. Duncan should just go start a new life somewhere else. (laughs) Thank God no actual pressing issues have happened tonight in the country. Yeah. The president has not had to attend to anything. Wow, a Patty Hearst joke. Listen, so topical. <laughs> oh no, Steve's trying to put the moves on her. And he won't take no for an answer. This is the longest night of everyone's life. I know you're getting tired just seeing how long this night goes for them. How many locations they went to in one evening. Our nights are usually over by, what, 7.30, 8? They just wanted Will Friedle to be driving around with a funny helmet on. This isn't the best trope. She wasn't really into Duncan and was not yeah. thrilled with him, his behavior, his bet. So now, because she's met an even worse behaved man, Duncan looks better in comparison. Yeah. He is not actually better than he was. He's just better than this e- more evil guy. Now we're watching just like like a weird adolescent fight. Mm-hmm. It's actually a very realistic fight in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. They're like they're just like kind of rolling on the ground a oh, little bit. Hang on, she jumped on him. <laughs> she, she just bit, bit his, his ear. ear like Mike Tyson. <laughs> this girl will not listen to anyone. God, this movie just won't end. Oh my god, it's morning now. I hope we get to hear the song at least one more time. Tracy has been given a cabinet position. Tracy's the Secretary of Agriculture now. Here's some overwrought piano music to take us in for the landing. Everyone learned some type of lesson. Did they? Hallie's learned nothing. She's getting no consequences for this. This is it. That's what we're doing. We're doing a crane shot now. I suspended my disbelief this whole time, but when he just ripped that bumper sticker off that car and it just came off easily, no way. Even now, the next day, president, nothing to do. Just chilling. Visiting Duncan at school. Man, the 90s. Since the economy was in good shape, we weren't in a forever war. When will this movie be over? It's had like eight endings. <laughs> Please just let me leave. I want to make salad. So Duncan had the president's ear. Because the president said, hey, Duncan, if you ever need a favor, let me know. I feel like Duncan could have probably done some good, you know, maybe for his community. And he used it to get his dad a promotion. So the rich get richer. Yeah, Duncan definitely went to school for finance. Yes, 
The song. Okay. Literally the best part of this movie is this song, but it's just saying my date with the president's daughter over and over again. So the song is kind of a bop, but everything else sucks. Yeah, my date with her. Are they playing it again now? Yep. <laughs> they faded it out at the end of the movie and then the credits started and it started over again. You were right, Duncan. If I were more careful like you, I wouldn't get into so much trouble. No. If you were more careful like me, you wouldn't have a life. You just gotta be careful who you hang out with, that's all. I guess not everybody's as nice as you. Oh, I don't know how nice I am. Been trying to get you that dance all night just so I could, you know, win a hundred bucks. I'm sorry. You know, I guess I... I kinda used you. <laughs> I kinda used you, too. If I wanted to go out so badly, I'd, I'd have said yes to anybody. But I'm really glad it was you, Duncan. You sure you don't want me to go with you? <laughs> yeah. Daddy will be mad enough as it is. Oh, my God. Oh, whoa, whoa. All right. So this movie, it was a good idea. There was, there was ideas there. The execution was extremely lacking. <laughs> it was limper than uh, Hallie, the, the president's daughter's hair. Oh. It was not good. What do you think? Yeah, it was pretty boring. I mean, it's funny because it had a lot of hijinks and they had a lot going on, but it's just, you're right, the execution was just not good. Because, I mean, there were moments where there were, like, car chases and mm -hmm. and fist fights and all sorts it of stuff. It was just too many ideas. I yeah. Like. It was just all crowded you know, up. I mean, Kate, it's a made-for-TV movie. That's, I do not like it. It's kind of what they're like. No, thank you. You avoid it. Yeah, I think you kind of have to be a kid and, and be I watching it uh, to catch it on TV, maybe, because mm. you hear the song, you're like, oh my god, I like this. To yeah. sit down and deliberately watch it now, maybe, no. just it's just not the same. And it just seems like, you know, once you're an adult and you, like, know the elements of story. How about maybe... Will Friedel? What do you think? Uh, you know what? I did the kind of, like, his nervous energy a little bit, he's, right? He's, he's not, like, funny. your typical, like, teen movie yeah. protagonist, which I, I thought was okay, but... He's the reason I would have sat down and watched this, 100%. Mm. I'd be like, oh, it's him. You know, I like him. All right. So nothing, not as special as I kind of hoped it would be, but it's got the song. No. I'm downloading that song. Thanks for watching it. It's been on the list for a very, very, very long time. Now it's not. Tune in next week. We'll cover something else from that era. Tell us what to watch. Email us, notstyleJetAwell.com. Find the website, www.notstyleJet.org. You know all the things. This week, his first date. Whoa, did you use that perfume? Just happened to be with the first daughter. Come on, I want you to meet Daddy. You mean the president? Yeah. Of our country? Now, one night out. You gotta ditch the suits. Has turned into one national emergency. I'm driving from now on, Kay. Okay. Join Will Friedle and Dabney Coleman for an outrageous adventure in the most romantic place on earth. That was almost easy. My date with the president's daughter this week on ABC.